Seeing it taped, Shillian unconsciously reached out, wanting to pet it. What's wrong? he asked. But Hua Chang sidestepped and turned his body slightly, avoiding Shillian's touch, and smacked hard on the hilt. Nothing's wrong. Don't mind it. After getting smacked soundly, the cursed scimitar, Erming, feared by all in the heavens, shook even harder. Just then, Shilin heard Feng Xin again, in the communication array. How did Hua Chang connect the distance shortening array to the heavenly court? How do we open this door? Shi Qingxuan cried, General Nanyang, me, me, I think I know how. His Highness and I suffered this trick of Hua Chang's when we were on our mission. Take two dice and toss them before the door, then push to see if it'll open. Shailin remembered. Wasn't he casually tossing dice for fun earlier in the main hall? He could still recall clearly having run pathetically for their lives in that earthworm cave and from those cannibals. If they really did open the doors, who knows what other calamities awaited them. He cried hurriedly, Stop! Don't! Be careful! However, his voice never made it to the communication array. It seemed he didn't have the time to refill his spiritual power. It had all but depleted, and he could only listen without speaking. Even if he could speak, it might have been too late. Feng Xin seemed to do exactly what Shi Qingxuan said without a second thought. Because the next second, Feng Xin suddenly screamed curses in the communication array. He cursed whenever he was agitated, and when he cursed, the words were often too vulgar for the ear. Most of the officials were carefully following the situation and asked immediately, General, what's happened? Mu Qing's voice came, and it also sounded quite dismayed. What is this place? It appeared that he entered through the doors with Feng Xin. Be careful, guys, Shi Qingxuan called out. Different numbered rolls will bring you to different places. What number did you guys roll? He rolled a four, Mu Qing said. Xielian could hear Feng Xin's voice also carried a trace of panic and terror and was worried that they might have run into an extremely dangerous place. His voice couldn't be heard in the communication array, but he remembered that the one who cast the spell in the first place was right next to him. So without thinking too much, he hurriedly asked, Sun Lung, what does a roll of four open to? It depends, Hua Chang replied. The door will open to whatever the roller fears the most. Just as Hua Chang answered, Mu Qing coolly said, You fought to roll first and rolled out a woman's bath. Give me the dice. I'll roll. Hearing woman's bath, Shilin covered his face with his hands. Feng Xin had always kept his distance from women and always stayed away from even speaking of them, as if the female sex were savage, wild beasts. To him, a woman's bath really was the scariest place on earth, worse than the immeasurable depths of tiger caves or dragon lakes. It seemed that Mu Qing had successfully taken the dice 
and Shailen breathed a sigh of relief. However, not a moment later, the two roared again. Shi Qingxuan woefully called, Generals, what did you run into this time? There was no response, only odd burbling sounds, as if the two of them had sunken into water. Everyone held their breath, and after a moment, Feng Xin emerged, taking large breaths of air, sounding as if he broke through the water surface and spitting out something. He yelled, Black Marsh Crocodiles. It turns out that the two of them were barely two steps out of the woman's bath in a frenzy, when Mu Ching took the dice by force and rolled, and their next step led them to fall into a muddling marsh. They were immediately submerged past their waists in the muddy marsh over their mouths, after fighting to get out, over a dozen curiously long crocodile monsters swam over to surround them. Each of those monsters was over four meters in length and fed on human flesh. They grew human arms and legs from such evil practices. When they moved, the sight was terrifying and gross, making the two disgusted beyond belief. Half sunken in the black marsh, the two fought the crocodiles in fervor and madness until Feng Xin had had enough. Give me the dice, let me throw. You didn't roll anything good either. Wu Ching was one to never admit defeat and shot a white spiritual blast. Crocodile monsters are still more decent than a woman's bath. Who knows what you'll roll next? Give it to me. Feng Xin yelled angrily. Didn't you already take the dice? Where are they? The two had completely forgotten that they were still connected to the communication array and continued to fight with each other, denouncing each other's luck in rolling the dice and the whereabouts of the dice were long lost and forgotten. The heavenly officials listened to their curses and shouts. The bigger a riot was, the better. Exciting. So exciting. The two generals finally ripped through their masks and stopped caring about their faces. The officials held back their laughter, some even slamming their fists in their own seats, wishing desperately that they could be watching this live to cheer the fight on. Although Feng Xin and Mu Qing's luck didn't seem to be the best, they were still martial gods after all, and a few monsters here and there were at most a nuisance, so they were not in any true danger. Shilian prayed that they would give up sooner rather than later and be released from their predicament. At the same time, he was thankful that he himself didn't roll out a number that called forth any horrors and rolled out a Hua Chang instead. He spoke as he walked. I rolled snake eyes earlier. Does that mean that every time snake eyes are rolled, I'll be able to see you? The moment he ended his sentence, he realized that his words sounded a little weird, as if he really wanted to meet Hua Chang, and he thought it inappropriate. But Hua Chang replied, no. Shilin felt a little awkward and scratched his cheek. Oh, so that's not the case. I got it wrong. Hua Chang, walking in front of him, said, If you wanted to see me, it won't matter what you roll. I will appear.
Hearing this, Shailen swallowed hard and forgot everything else he wanted to say. He hadn't had the chance to dissect the meaning of those words before the voice of another said in a sunken tone within the communication array, Let me. It wasn't long after that person had spoken that there was a flash of white light drawn across the sky and a crashing sound. Suddenly, Hua Chang and Shirlian's path was blocked. When the white light cooled and slowly cleared away, Shirlian saw that the thing that flew from the sky that was blocking them now was a sword. The sword was long and slender, half entombed into the ground on a slant. The body of the sword itself was still quivering. The sword was dark like black jade, deep and foreboding, smoother than a mirror, and if anyone were to go near, they could see their own reflection on the blade. Only the thin silver-white line of the heart of the sword cut across the blade. The name of the sword was Fang Xin. The shadow landed in front of the sword and said, This is your sword. After the death of the Guoshe Fang Xin, the sword he carried was kept by the crown prince of Yang An. The one who had thrown the sword Fang Xin and blocked their path was none other than Lang Chen Cho. It looked like Fang Xin and Mu Qing had failed, but Lang Chen Cho was able to roll the right number. It really couldn't be said whether this was because of his luck or if it was Shirlian's misfortune. The only thing that could be said with certainty was of the two crown princes, Lang Chen Cho had always been more fortunate than Shirlian. Hua Chang stood with his hands behind his back, his expression unchanged. Only his body made a small movement. The moment he moved, Shirlian immediately stretched out a hand to stop him. He said in a small voice, Let me. Right in the middle of the valley, Lang Chen Cho blocked the only road, his hand holding that oversized long sword, and said, I only want to duel with you, with all my might. It doesn't matter how this ends. Even if I die by your hands, I won't ask for any compensation. I don't need you to ask the great lord for banishment. You taught me the art of swordsmanship. It's not like you can't win, so why won't you fight me? Shirin knew, even without Lang Chen Cho saying it, that he would fight with everything he had. But if he didn't hold back, then Shirin must also fight seriously. If that was the case, none of the scenarios would be what Shirin wanted to see. But if he didn't fight him, then Lang Chen Cho wouldn't relent. After a long while, Shirin finally nodded his head slowly. Fine, he said. He took a few steps forward and approached the sword, pulled it from the ground and said softly, You asked for this. After hundreds of years, Fang Xin finally returned to the hands of its master. It moaned softly in Shirlian's hands. Close by, Hua Chang's eyes also shone from hearing the euphoric cries of the sword. With the sword in his hand, Shirlian swung and pointed it to the ground before saying coldly, 
However this duel ends, do not regret it. I will never, Nang Chencho shouted. Nang Chencho felt like his head was going to split. Both his hands held the longsword tightly. His eyes focused, his breath held. His sight locked onto Fang Xin, the sword that was black as jade, not daring to be careless for a moment. Xielin jolted the sword and suddenly dashed like an arrow. Nanchenjo's eyes cemented, ready to strike, when suddenly his body froze, as if something had him wrapped tightly and he fell heavily to the ground. He lowered his head to see and found that he really was bound. A snow-white silk band was wrapped multiple times around his body like a poisonous snake. Lang Chencho had been taught swordsmanship by the Gosha Fangxin ever since he was young and held fear and reverence for the Gosha. Even after blood had spilt like rivers at the gilded banquet, that awe had never ceased. The moment Shirlian touched the sword, his entire focus was on the other's movement and he never noticed that there was a white silk band that snuck behind to ambush him the moment he was ready to attack. How could there be such a shameless thing? Seeing that Roya had succeeded, Shilin instantly relaxed his tense expression and heart. He threw Feng Xin aside and took in a long breath, thinking, whew, that was close. Lang Chencho laid on the ground, struggling to break free. He didn't know how vicious the white silk band could be, and the more he struggled, the tighter it bound. He cried angrily, Gosha, what is this? Let me go and let's fight to the death. Shirin wiped sweat from his forehead and replied, We already fought to the death. This thing that's binding you is one of my spiritual devices. You've already lost. How can this count? Lang Chencho shouted. When I said fight to the death, Obviously, I meant using a sword to fight. Use a sword if you're a man. Ambushing me with a white ribbon. How cunning. He really thought that the sword was the best of all weapons and didn't think much of his words. But it totally sounded like he was a male official who was prejudiced against using white silk bands. But Shirlin didn't care whether he acted like a man or not. He'd cross-dressed before and hung the words I can't get erect on his lips. Nothing could get to him. Shirlian knelt down next to Lang Chencho. You didn't think things through and you never said that I had to use a sword. I used your loophole, so who are you going to tell? After a pause, he continued in a serious tone. That's right, I ambushed you. So what? I succeeded. Yes, I was cunning, but so what? I won. If your opponent was anyone other than me, you would already be dead. Hua Chang stood not far from the two and laughed soundlessly. He crossed his arms and looked away. Lang Chencho was shocked to the core. When that person was still the Guoshe of Yang An, all of his teachings were honorable and conscientious straightforward and genuine. 
he'd never thought that there'd be a day when he'd hear from the lips of his once teacher something like, Yes, I ambushed, but so what? I succeeded. Yes, I was cunning, but so what? I won. He was stunned. After saying his full, Shirlian stood up. Think about it on your own. Next time, don't get in others' way.